Today on Society's Waltz, we'll be covering social media, its influence in what goes into a dance routine, and the one dancer who has used his fame to make a better world. I'm your host, Grace Leishman, and welcome to The Waltz. Social media has become a prominent part of our lives, from keeping up with friends on Facebook to the endless amount of tutorials on YouTube. It's hard to imagine a world without it. But with all forms of media, there are those who rise above the others, gaining huge followings and significance within as well as outside of these platforms. Some may even be known as one of the greats. Danse, welcome to Native TikTok. One of those deserving of that title is James Jones. And although in this context he's only one of the greats, an argument could be made that he is the greatest Canadian. With over 1.9 million followers on TikTok, he already has a great amount of significance within the TikTok community, especially since he's basically become the face of Indigenous TikTok for his videos surrounding Native culture and hoop dancing. However, it's the path that led him to where he is today that really makes him great. James grew up on a First Nations reserve north of Edmonton, Alberta. However, like many indigenous youth, he was never fully exposed to his cultural roots due to residential school system and pressure to conform with Western society, ending up in a strange limbo area between two clashing cultures. This was until he moved to Edmonton around the age of nine. James began to learn breakdancing and hip-hop at a local hip-hop club called First Element. According to the people who ran it, he was a natural, and soon a group of indigenous breakdancers picked him up and began to introduce him back into his lost culture. One part that he really picked up on were the traditional dances that they had taught him, more specifically hoop dancing. He spent hours improving his skills, working to become the best version of himself, and soon enough that work paid off. He began to teach workshops that surrounded traditional hoop dancing and native teachings for youth from all different walks of life, bringing together these different communities with this dance of healing. It was actually from one of these workshops that James was gifted a white eagle feather as thanks for teaching a Squamish tribe's youth these cultural dances. To James, the joy he saw from these kids when learning about their culture was all the thanks he needed, pushing him to continue on this path of healing. However, it wasn't until March of 2020 that his efforts were truly recognized when he began to make TikToks at the start of quarantine. Although he started out just wanting to make humorous videos about native lifestyles and just relatable situations in general, he realized that people were actually extremely interested in the videos he had made about his culture and hoop dancing. Seeing this as an opportunity, James began to make more of these videos, using the hype he had gotten to educate others about indigenous history and culture, as well as issues that are still prominent today. This trend of interest in cultural histories from the younger generation has also been noticed by teachers. Um, I think the newer, younger generations are actually pretty um, confused and surprised why this 
the education hasn't been done more and they want to learn, they want to know about their their history in Canada um, with with Indigenous people who are the first people in, in, in Canada. That's Andrea Yeo. I'm the Indigenous support teacher at Seacove. She agreed to allow me to interview her about the education surrounding Indigenous cultures and history. One of the main points that came up was how the teaching of these subjects are handled by educators and the need to teach it right. I think it's more around people wanting to um, do it properly and share the knowledge in a way that is respectful and a lot of non-Indigenous people don't have lived experience and so they don't really know exactly how to share the way to share. This actually touches on the same point James himself had made in a CTV News interview he had done in September 2020. Educating, you know, from our point of view, because a lot of times, like, our stories are told, but they're not told by Indigenous people. That's a very interesting point to make, because, as Miss Yo had said, It's our job to take the time to learn for ourselves so that we can be educated citizens of our country. Which is where James's TikToks come into play allowing for curious viewers to take their education into their own hands and learn about this history and culture from someone who has lived in these realities. But he didn't stop there. James began to make even more TikToks that focused on personal acceptance of his own culture that were more targeted towards indigenous youth as a way to say, embrace your culture. Don't be afraid to show your native roots. It's this type of social media empowerment that makes James really stand out to me. Using these platforms to bring First Nations back into Canada's cultural narrative as well as our cultural identity as a country. So if you ever wonder who the greatest Canadian is, I hope James will be the first one to come to mind. I know he will be for me. Now although we know James has used his platform to spread positivity and understanding of indigenous cultures, the thing I'm left wondering is how he ended up getting so popular in the first place. It wasn't because of pure skill alone, that's for sure. There are hundreds of great dancers on TikTok all trying to catch the audience's attention. So what makes him different? To explain, I'd like to do a little bit of an exercise. First of all, if you can, close your eyes. Now clear your mind. Imagine you're sitting somewhere like your bed or the bus. You have your phone out and are currently scrolling through TikTok. You scroll endlessly through the hundreds of videos, all of the same three dances and POV trends that are popular that week. You begin to get bored of these videos. They all seem fairly similar never any variety in them. And you're contemplating closing the app, that is, until you come up on one video that captures your attention. There's nothing special about this video in question, and yet it still has you intrigued. It's of a guy in some fairly colorful clothing that seems to be some sort of traditional outfit. He's dancing with these hoops, making different shapes, and seemingly telling a story with them. The dance is oddly familiar, while still being foreign. You don't know this feeling, 
and it's nice. Wanting to learn more, you go follow him and watch more of these videos, learning about the history of his people and the culture he's from. You see, the reason why so many people get famous on TikTok and other platforms is because they're doing something new. So how is one supposed to get the same amount of recognition as someone like James Jones if you're so much more traditional in your styles of dance? Tricks, of course. What better way to catch someone's attention than to do a triple pirouette into an illusion than multiple shunais? There's no doubt about it, you're bound to catch someone's eye. But that only looks cool for the first few times, then it becomes the norm. So you are forced to always one-up your last trick and the tricks of others if you want that sweet internet clout. Now you may be thinking, yeah, that's interesting, but how does that affect my choreo? Well, I'm glad you asked. The thing about the internet is it's basically just a bunch of people pushing each other to do bigger and better things. So when dancers start to learn these tricks because of that pressure, teachers are going to want to use them in their dances. I mean, who doesn't want to have multiple turn sections in their jazz dance, right? But when that starts to become the norm at these competitions, it creates the same push that the internet has to do more bigger and better tricks. I've already seen this happen at competitions like Peak or Synergy. As long as your technique is acceptable and your timing wasn't too off, you could win first place just by adding a few tricks in. It was a real annoyance to those of us who value good technique before cool jumps and such. But it has also pushed many girls that I know to learn and perfect these tricks, adding them to their dances as they do. In the end, everything evolves, from James Jones' own content to the ability of dancers. We all change, but it's up to us if it's for the better or for worse. I'm Grace Leishman, and this has been Society's Waltz. Thanks for listening to this episode of Society's Waltz. Make sure to click subscribe so you always know when a new episode is out, and to also go follow James at his TikTok. His handle is Notorious Cray. I promise you won't regret it.